here we are back at it back in the basic fantasy um playing this new uh pamphlet adventure released by john dice over on the basic fantasy forum um this is his third uh one he's released which is great so it's a solo gmless osr mini adventure for two to four characters of level two compatible with basic fantasy so i've got my uh Got my four dudes that I went through last time uh, through the previous pamphlet adventure, and they all died. But they did make level two, so um, I just resurrected them, and they're going back, going back out. Gonna try their luck. Uh, we've got Bill, the human fighter, with his eight hit points, not bad. Rick, the human magic user, with his two hit points, not great, but he does have sleep and charm person, and I. Think I think I may have rolled randomly for those. So he's uh, super well off there. We've got Stone, the dwarf thief. Uh, six hit points for him. And Leonard, the human cleric, with four hit points. And being at level two, he would have a spell. I don't have any written, but uh, I just assume he has cure or heal, heal light wounds. Always a good one to go with. Okay, so <clears throat> tonight, before we get going here, I found this box of dice in the back of my uh, bookcase, and I haven't seen these or used these in years. These look familiar to anybody else. Dragon Bones dice. Now these, uh, at the time, seemed to cost me a lot of money as just a young punk, I guess, but. Uh, Dragon Bones dice, and it says you have been automatically entered into a competition to win a free trip to Gen Con 2003. So I guess I must have bought those around 2002. Something like that, anyways. Nice dice. I'm gonna use those tonight. Alright. Let's get... Let's get right into this. That up there, might not need that. Okay, so... We'll start by reading the front here. Far away from any well-traveled roads, Magnolius, stu uh, yeah, Magnolius stubbornly operates his failing specialty potion shop. The desperate wizard has fallen on hard times and is said to have borrowed a substantial amount of gold from the Wizards Guild to cover his expenses, but has been missing payments. Now, a band of rowdy goblins was seen near the tower, scaring away the few customers that do find their way to Magnolias. The poor wizard himself hasn't been seen in weeks. Adventure Hooks, why are the characters investigating the going-ons at the potion shop? Roll below to find out. Don't mind if I do. Three. The Wizards Guild is hiring capable debt collectors. <laughs> well, I don't know about capable, but... Um... I guess we're I guess we're debt collectors now. After we didn't fare so well on that last adventure, we've taken to debt collecting. Why not? Um, on the back here, some random counters, and I have not looked ahead or read through this at all. We'll just take a look if there's anything I need to know on the front. So the yeah, so the back is just random encounters. A random encounter occurs on a roll of one, on a d6. Check once every three turns in or near the tower, unless specifically stated otherwise. So that's pretty standard, pretty standard stuff for basic fantasy. Uh, oh yes, okay, we've got a GM, a micro GM emulator here. <clears throat> Throughout this adventure, keywords are used to help create your own custom solo GMless game experience. Whenever you visit a location, first read the description, then select one or more of the keywords and roll on the what happens table for each. Yes, right. I, uh, I noticed this part, um, since I don't look ahead, I noticed that's this at the end of the last adventure pamphlet. And it was too late to put it into practice, really, I guess. But uh, maybe I'll try it this time. Uh, interpret the combined results, keeping within the context of the adventure. Ask basic or complicated GM questions whenever you need to kickstart your imagination. The basics. So roll d6s if you need an answer to a basic GM question. Okay, so 1d6, yes, no's, yes, but uh, what happens, resolve a circumstance, okay. How did it go, bad conditions, okay. Um, filling in the blanks, roll d6s and combine descriptors if you need an answer to a complex GM question. 
Let's try that. So that'd be a four and a six. So four and six is evil. Place used descriptors referencing the uh, events that came up during play. Interesting. Okay, we'll see how that goes. I don't typically use GM emulators because I don't. I find I don't often really need them. Often it just seems like um, you know, depending on the monster you come up with or whatever, they it's obvious what they're there for, or what they're doing, or what they want. <clears throat> we'll see how this goes. Okay, so we're dead collecting. We're heading out. It says here. <coughs> we come up to the smelly courtyard. I love the maps in these. These are always fun. Um, the smelly courtyard. Okay, so we walk up. Okay, so there's the tower. Okay, I guess it's just kind of open. Some rock going on. Piles of wolf dung and broken potion bottles litter the yard. The sigil of a well-known wizard's guild is carved into the tower door. Okay. Here we go. Um, a pair of dire wolves roam the yard. Uh oh. 1d6. Uh, roll a d6. 1 to 3, they're sleeping. 4, a licking potion puddle. And 5 to 6, a uh, fresh kill. Noise has a 3 in 6 chance of drawing them in. Okay. Um, um, okay. Noise has a 3 in 6. Okay. Let's see. Uh, let's pull up a map there we go so we've got our uh, courtyard um, and here's the oh if you can see that but there's a wall wall here doorway so this will be the courtyard get some uh, wolves one two there are a pair of dire wolves okay there's them and let's get our good guys in here there's our fighter, there's our cleric. One is our thief. And what else we got here? Oh no, okay. Two is our thief. One is our magic user. The armored helmet is the cleric. So we're gonna come in like, like this. Kind of formation. And let's see, we will try to, oh. Well, let's first see what the wolves are up to. I like that. I like the situational role. I do that for my rando stuff. I love that he's doing that here. That's great. Um, one to three. Uh, the dire wolves are sleeping. Uh, noise has a three and six chance of drawing them in. So yeah, we'll just say they're kind of over here in the corner. There's a chance we can get there. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to sneak with my thief the door first to check it see if it's even open uh, oh man yeah that's a that's a 13 I never succeed on move silently with my feet um, move silently 13 I think that's gonna do it I think it has a 20% chance if I remember correctly uh, yeah 25% so my dwarf Dwarven Thief moves up. Two, four, five, six, seven. Seven times five would be 35. He can move. Um, well, doesn't matter. Say he can get there in a in a couple rounds. Um, and he will check the door. The sigil holds a stern sounding magic mouth spell. Oh, <laughs> triggered by anyone approaching the door. Final notice, pay back your wizard's guild loans. Duh. And that makes noise. <laughs> I, got, I got duped by a magic move spell. I hate that spell. <laughs> okay, so noise has a three in six chance of drawing them in. So that's one to three. So that didn't wake them up, the magic mouth spell. Okay, oh boy, thank heavens. Okay, so now, <laughs> and the rest of my schmoes, they gotta sneak up. All right, the rest of the gang, um, they can run that. Mm, oh no, shink, 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 shink. We've got a slow, heavy metal armored um, cleric and fighter, so it'll take them two turns to get there. 
One, two, three, four, so that's 20. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40. Um, okay, we make noise. Ah, oh, and the wolf wake up. Um, let's see now. The thief, um, he will, okay, so there's kind of like an alcove here. The door will say. Say he's gonna try and hide in shadows. Um, he gets a 13 again. Did I even roll those? Wow. Um, so he can hide. Oh no, he's only 10% chance of hiding in shadows. Okay, so um, <clears throat> he's not going to be hidden from, from the wolves. And it is now the initiative. Here we go, here's us, one, here's the wolves, two, they go first. It says here we've got a, what have we got here? A pair of wolves, I love how the stats are right here with the hit point boxes and everything. Oh nice, and he's got the page, the page for the monster stats, I love it. That's great, well done John. Um, Okay, so they move out of 50. Ooh. They can close the distance. One, two, three, four, five. Yep. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25. They're in. And uh, he's going to attack him. Here goes. 15. Uh, they've got a bonus, attack bonus. No, they do not. Hit dice of four. Golly, so he'd have plus four to attack. That's a 19. Um, okay, he deals damage. 2d4. One. Four. Oh no, five damage to build a human fighter. He's down three of eight. Um, this one will attack, um, let's see, one to three, the cleric. Oh, he goes for the wizard. A 17, that's a hit, and that will kill, kill the wizard. He can't not kill the wizard with his, um, two hit points. Did three damage to him, dead. <laughs> um, yeah, wow, eh? Four hit dice, direwolves. Okay. Counter-Strike. Here comes the fighter. Uh, that's an 8 plus 2. 10. AC of 14 on the things. Cleric. Nope. He gets a 3. Uh, 1, 2, 3. Yeah. Um, thief will come in for a backstab. Ooh, with a 19. Okay. Let's... Yeah, no, no. They knew. They knew that he was there. So he hits uh, for normal damage. Um, where is the, oh yeah, Dwarf Thief, um, hits with a short sword, for five, oh. one, two, three, four, five, wowee, okay, that almost drops that one, he's only got, uh, six hit points, initiative, the bad guys, the good guys, tied, tie goes to the good guys, okay, oh, 17 for fighter, uh, yes, he bashes, uh, what does he got? He's using a spear. He stabs his direwolf for three damage. Okay. Cleric. I'm going to try and finish off his... Oh, 19. That is definitely a hit. Uh, Rick. No. Uh, Leonard the Cleric hits with a D8 mace. That's what I like to see. Four. And that finishes him off. That kills the direwolf. And the thief will attack that monster. Oh, eight. 18. That's another nice hit. Short sword. Two. Not great damage on that one, but uh, he's got five left. Now he attacks. He's got options. One to three. Four to six. Uh, he goes for the thief. Nine. That is a miss. Nice. Okay. 
Good guys. Six. Bad guys. Five. We go first. Okay, we can finish this thing. Oh, a 20. Okay. Um, Bill with the spear. Lays down a 20. And I'm going to double that. I like that. House rule. Thing has three hit points left. Cleric. Swing the mace. 13. 13. That is a miss. AC 14. Uh-oh. Thief. What is that? A 16. He hits. With a short sword. One. Oh no. I think he has two hit points left. Hit attacks with a six. Nice. Now I'm just getting lucky. Chaos. Initiative. Four. And the monster. Six. Airwolf goes first. It was an 18 on uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, on the cleric. An 18 on the cleric will hit. Uh, where is he? Yeah, 15. 2d4 damage on the cleric. He's got four hit points. One. Four. Dead. It's five damage to the cleric. He's down. Um, okay. Initiative. <laughs> Us, one. Oh, sorry. We get to attack. 12 plus two is 14. That will hit with the fighter. It'll do two damage and that will kill it. Wow. Okay, so that encounter uh, we just killed. I just lost my magic user and my cleric. And my fighter is down to three hit points. Okay then. Let's reset and <laughs> try again. Oh, brutal, eh? Good old deadly old school play. Okay, let's try. Put the direwolves back. Okay, and let's put us back. Got a different strategy this time. Okay, we're gonna go, let's try this GM emulator. Oh yeah, okay, no, that'll be after I deal with the wolves. Um, foreshadowing event, so if we got Piles of wolf dung, potion bottles, and the wizard's guild carved sigil. Yeah, that's after. Cool. Still have to deal with the wolves. Okay, so we start off. We notice the wolves. I will try and move silently up to the wolves with my thief. That's six. That's amazing. So he does it easily. I'm gonna move him right up there. And he's going to be poised for an attack for when, if and when we wake them up with our noise this time. We're not gonna try and get by them this time. We're gonna face them head on, try and get that first, that sneak attack in there. Um, for the plus four, plus four to hit. Uh, what is it, plus four? Attack bonus and does double damage if successful. That's awesome. Okay, and then these guys attempt to move up, so... Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. That's as far as they can get, and the wizard can follow up. Um, I could cast Sleep on them. Nope. Nope. Uh, they are too high a hit dice, aren't they? Sleep is creatures of three or fewer hit dice. These things have four. Mm-mm-mm, tricky. Okay, so I move up, I make noise, because I'm in metal. Ha 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 ha, three in sit. One, two, or three noise uh, draws them in. Okay, they don't notice me. Um, oh, what are they doing this time? Five. They're eating a fresh kill. Okay. They're busy. Interesting. Okay, so they're over here munching something dead. <clears throat> They've killed. The thief is up in there. We're just kind of sauntering up. They haven't noticed. We can move in. Uh, five, ten. Yes, we can engage. We're not going to get a sneak attack or anything like that on them. 
uh, well, we're not going to get a surprise strike, but as they come up and these things whirl to notice him, this guy, Thief, gets that first strike in there. So plus four to hit. 17. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's like a, that's a 22. Okay, so that is d6 and double damage to wolf number one there. Oh, baby, yeah. Oh, that's 10. Uh, number one. Well, number one was the tougher one. That's not going to kill him. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, wow. Yeah, he is ten. Okay. Wow. That's going to make all the difference. Okay, so I got the sneak attack in, and then the initiative. Us, three. Wolf, four. He goes first. Who will he attack? Um, let's, I'll roll randomly. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, he steps up and attacks the fighter with a 20, a modified 20. Okay, just nails the fighter for one, two, for three damage, okay. Well, that's not bad. Okay, now we're all just gonna move in and start uh, pounding on this, this here dog. Dire wolves, man, no joke. Fighter with a three. Big miss, just like last time. Bad opening round. Cleric with a 11 miss. Thief with a 19. That'll hit. Um, one damage. Strength modifiers here. Uh, yeah, all my guys have. Uh... Oh, golly, my cleric has the plus two strength. Anyways, one damage. Okay. Uh, it is now initiative. Us with a six. Wolf with a three. Fighter. 18. <clears throat> Nails him. Gets that spear in there. Three. Three. Two hit points left. Cleric. Um, he hits with a plus three hit. I wasn't using that right before. I might have got a hit in before. No, it wouldn't have. Um, nine. That's a miss. Thief. 16. That'll hit. D6. Come on. Four. Kills him. Okay, that is how we do it. Okay, excellent. Now, let's take a look at this GM emulator. Like I say, I don't usually rely on these much. I just roll through the adventure, but let's just say, okay, so I take one of these keywords. So I'll say the, the Wizards Guild. Let's take one of them. And then I, whenever you visit a location, first read the description and select one of the keywords and roll on what happens. D6. Two. Um, what happens? Pay a cost or endure a hardship. Oh, um, with the sigil. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm never good with these yes, no question things. I usually just roll through. Um, so it's a wizard's guild. Is it... Do, Does he belong to the wizard's guild? Does he know of it, I guess? One. No. And... No, and he's never heard of it. Um, and, yeah, hardship. Um, if they find out that he's here because he's not part of the guild, uh, they will be after us. Let's say that is the deal. That's a bit of background going on here. So we get to the, the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sigil holds a stern-sounding magic mouth spell triggered by anyone approaching the door. Final notice, pay back your wizard guild loans. Okay. Now, we go to the door. Uh, the dirty, okay, so I guess we're able to just uh, walk on in. So we go in, okay. So we come into this room here, very cool. Now the dirty countertop still holds some unbroken sample vials. The walls are lined with large crates bearing the sigil of the wizard's guild. Drunken revelry echoes from a cellar door. All right, and it says, um, first thing here, rolling an extra random encounter check when entering this room. So, yeah, I haven't had to roll one yet. Hasn't been three turns. Um, okay, so we enter. 1d6 encounters. Okay, rolling... Uh, Check four. Okay, so no 
No random encounter. Each day, around breakfast, lunch, and dinner time, an invisible shapeless force rummages through the crates and carries their find up the tower stairs. Um, okay, uh, one to three, it's dried foodstuffs. Four is Wizard's Guild payment notices. <laughs> Five to six, it's leaky wineskin. Interesting. When attacked, the shapeless force quickly dissipates but will reappear the next day. The vials hold very short-lived samples of the potions that were once sold here. Oh, very cool. Okay. So we're going to... Um, okay, so we've got sample vials, large crates, and drunken revelry. Echoes from the cellar door. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's go and listen. Stone, the dwarf thief. Well, not with a 91. He gets nothing out of that. Uh, fails to listen. Check. Um, I'm going to take my smart guys. Rick gets a plus one to listen. Nope. Leonard gets a minus one to listen. He can't. Sorry. Um, and Bill. Nope. Okay. No, nobody gets anything out of that. Let's pick uh, large crates and go to the emulator. Um... Yeah, is there anything valuable in the large crates? One. No. <laughs> and what happens? One. A face a problem or difficulty. Oh, boy. Um, we make noise searching through that. And, oof. I'm going to roll an encounter check. That's the problem or difficulty. One in six chance that there's a rat in there that attacks us. Okay, nothing. Gee, I don't like that GM emulator. <laughs> That's just turning up all bad for me so far. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so I don't know if we'd really notice the... Um, well, I guess there's a... Th okay. One in six chance that we encounter the shapeless force, invisible force. Yeah, four, so no. We're not here at a lunch, dinner, or supper breakfast, whatever. Um, and the vials hold very short-lived samples. Okay, so I think we're going to spend, okay, say, potion effect, say. How many samples do we get? Um, can I use the GM emulator for that? Um, how would we even do that with the complex thing here? No, not really. Bad and some good. Yeah, I don't know. Let's go. Only six. One. And then one, five. Grow animal potion. Interesting. Okay. Let's see how many potions there are. Two. Okay, so the wizard will take them. <laughs> um, I'll take a grow animal potion. And a three. Stop for stop magic. Interesting. Okay, that might come in if we have, come in handy if we have to fight a magic user. Okay, now we've got. So we're in this room. We hear revelry coming from the cellar door. Um, we listened and we couldn't f find anything out. Okay, let's go investigate that. Okay, can we? Uh, yeah, the next uh, the next part here is the cellar. Okay, so we'll eek open the we'll creak open the door and peer in. Uh, I'll allow another listen check. Twenty fives. Never good enough for my my thief. Needs a oh yeah, actually he needs a thirty. Yeah, so he hears 
Okay, smashed racks and empty potion bottles cover the cellar floor. A cavern passage leads further down to a bubbling still. A group of goblins drunkenly cheer each other on as each swig of moonshine slowly transforms them. Interesting. So, um, we come down uh, here, I guess. Cool. Yeah, that would be... Okay, come down there, and so he, he, we crack the cellar door open, stone the dwarf, kind of peers in and listens and can tell that we can get down into here safely. Um, they're probably down here further at the still, I guess that's the still. Uh, the goblins are crudely fermenting the magic potions they found in storage, roll on the potion effects table to see how it affects them particularly horrible looking goblin is in charge of the mixing process um, uh, let's roll randomly to see <laughs> what he looks like five is um, healing spitballs what um, okay uh, particularly horrible looking mixing process he healing spitballs that's what he's making I don't understand uh, any disturbance here has a 4 and 6 chance of causing a burst in the improvised still and covering everything in potion moonshine. Roll on the potion effects table to see what effect, what the effect is. Okay, so we've got 8 goblins all up in here. Um, okay, so the, um, the cavern passage leads further down to a bubbling still. Yeah, okay, so they're all down, down in here. And we've got eight goblins of three hit points each. Okay. They attack. Yeah, so they have zero attack bonus, I guess. Um, let's go with that. And 1d6 damage. Okay. And average three hit points. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, what are we going to do here? Um... See if we can get a map here. Alright, just drawing in this uh, map. Here looks like these are stacked crates. Uh, and here stairs down and around to a still where they're mixing. <laughs> they're, they're mixing their moonshine. Looks like we came down kind of in the middle here. Uh, there we go. So here's us ready to rock and roll. Okay, and the bad guys eat goblins hanging around. Um, so I guess um, I'll let the dragon be the big bad guy doing the mixing. He'll be up here in the corner. And these goblins are just hanging around being, being nasty. Nasty goblins. Alright, now. What you got? Okay, so we've got there's swigging moonshine, eh? Okay, I want to try and sneak up with my uh, with my thief. He is going to try and move silently. Oh, that's a good roll. That's a 26. Uh oh yeah, he's second level. I keep forgetting that. Move silently, 30. Yes, he does it. So he's able to sneak up. These things move at a move of 20. And my dwarf can move 40, I think. 30? Maybe only 30. Uh, so he could hey, run them. Encounter move. Uh, keep around, so... What is my so a dwarf is lightly loaded 10 so dwarf light load is 60 okay and lightly loaded leather armor he's got leather armor on yeah so he can move at 30 feet yeah cool okay okay he's gonna sneak down there and get a stab in on one of them and then run back hopefully he getting gets initiative 
Um, hmm. Maybe we don't want to do that. Okay, he'll sneak down. Um, okay, here's what he's going to do. He sees this going on, and he knows that Rick, the human magic user, can cast sleep. So instead of backstabbing one and probably killing him, I think, just checking sleep now, the radius on that, range 90 feet. Uh, yeah, and those creatures, and all creatures within 30 feet of the chosen point. Yeah, 5, 10, 15, 20. So he'd get them all. They're all in there just partying. So he's gonna use restraint and come back and report to the party. They're all carrying short swords. Um, the big guy um, won't be won't be affected, but um, okay, this should be interesting. We'll all move down, ready for a fight. Um, and oh, ninety feet. He can get to there, he can see there, uh, that point there, we'll target that point. So yeah, we'll just step around the corner there, he'll take a peek, and then these guys will step in. Um, ready to take any guy, any goblins that do not fall asleep. So goblins save as a fighter, uh, first level fighter. Uh, so that would be same saves as my my fighter. No, actually, they're worse. Level two fighter has improved um, saves. Okay, so they need a 17 or higher. This one here, nine falls asleep. This one here, one falls asleep. Ten. This one falls asleep. This one. 20, he's okay. This one here, 14, falls asleep. This one here, 10, falls asleep. Last one, 10, falls asleep. All the goblins are down except for this guy and the Nassian leader, um, who will not be affected. Hit dice of five. Okay, and then it is initiative. Five for us, six for them. Okay then. This goblin won't charge. 5, 10, 15, 20. We'll get him right there. And he'll attack the fighter with a 3. Unsuccessful. Good. Okay, now we've got the goblin mix master. <laughs> Special plus 2 damage, 1d6 acid belch, 1d6 healing spitball. Wow. This guy's. Uh, Intense, isn't he? Okay. Um, okay, and oh, okay. I uh, I rolled healing spitballs. Is what he does. Um, gets one of those. Okay, so he can heal one d six. Interesting. Um, I think he will probably step up as well. Right, he moves at a. Doesn't say. Don't move 10. <laughs> 5. 10. He's right there. Okay. And we can now attack. Fighter hits with a. These things have an AC of 14. He has a plus 2 to hit. So yes, he hits with his spear. 3. That will kill him. Okay. And I have no range. And charm person. Maybe I could. I wonder if I could charm person that. That big bad dude. Charm uh, person. Spell makes a humanoid creature yeah, of four hit dice or less. Regard the caster's trusted. Yep, that was the problem, eh? Okay. No problem. No problem. Um, we'll wait for him to come to us. Um, hmm, we'll back off. 
Okay, he'll come around the corner on his turn. Now, can, can we bargain with this guy? I'm gonna ask that to the emulator. Six, yes. And what happens? Five, foreshadow an event or find a clue. Interesting. Okay. Okay, does he have anything on him of interest? He is, well, he can heal. Um, we can bargain with this guy. Um, let's see if he wants to attack. Three, so that's a seven, morale. Morale is seven. Um, okay, so he is inclined to attack us. But we see something we can bargain with. What could we use? We can give him a potion to not fight. We're gonna say, okay. We uh, we know there's dire wolves out front. Oh no, he's probably not afraid of those. They probably rode those in. Grow animal potion and stop magic potion. We'll give him a grow animal potion and tell him, here, put this on your dire wolf, and you'll um, you'll be the man. Uh, I think he'd probably buy that. So that's what we'll bargain with. We'll give him... Yep. We'll give him the grow animal potion. And tell him to get lost. And uh, so we don't have to fight him. I think he'll buy that. And he'll go. <laughs> he might be angry when he finds out his dire wolves are dead. Uh, what was that? A foreshadow? Um, foreshadow an event or find a clue. Hmm. Find a clue, eh? Okay, we'll see what that entails when we, when we get there. Okay, well, we'll go back up to the first floor now. Um, and that was... Um, Okay, into this room, and then we go. Okay, I'll listen at the door. That's up uh, 57. Um, 57. No, sir. Okay, I don't gain any insight from that. Okay, a colorful collection of overgrowth. Uh, overgrown plants is kept alive by dripping copper pipes extending from a ceiling cistern. Interesting. Um, wait a minute, now this is the first floor. Okay, so yeah, we went in and went up the stairs. Um, I should roll random encounter on the way back up. Five, we're okay. Um... Oh shoot, so that, uh, that guy left. Should we take a look at that, what he's mixing? Um, any disturbance has, oh yeah, well, shoot. <laughs> we gotta, we're gonna kill all those, kill all those goblins. Kinda slit all their throats there, that's what we'll do. And covering the potion moonshine. Yeah, there's nothing much more. We can do there. I think we'll just kick over the potion or the the still that they're mixing with and just uh, spill it. Okay, and back. Okay, then we'll go upstairs. Up the stairs. So we come upstairs to the first floor. Um, okay, so underneath um, stands a rusty iron golem bearing the sigil of the Wizards Guild. Hmm. Similarly marked packing, uh, uh, similarly marked packing crates hold a jumble of shriveled dead plants inside. Okay, nature-minded characters will notice that all the plants in the terrarium are quite healthy looking, with some showing signs of recent uh, expertly applied care. Rusty terrarium. Okay, so interesting. Several very rare potion-making ingredients can be found growing here. Oh, nice. Yeah, of course. The golem, rusted and covered with plants, is still able to activate uh, when detecting humanoids. 1d6, 1d3, uh, threaten and yell final notice. <laughs> 4. Destroy tower and rampage. 
five to six. Attack and collect debt. Leash. Each round, there is a two and six chance of the golem deactivating again due to its rusty condition. Interesting. Okay. So we come in. Okay, I'll set up for this. So I got my um, room map and there's four pillars. We step out of the um, stairwell off to the corner of the square room to find this massive golem. <laughs> okay. Let's get the, uh, I'll use the skull token for the golem. He's standing in there. Cool terrarium area here. Uh, and we'll send in the thief uh, first. See if he can move silently enough. 35. Oh, I think I needed a 30. And, um, yeah, I needed a 30. Okay, so he steps out and takes a look, and the thing activates immediately and starts moving towards us. We'll step up in, get ready for another fight. Um, the, the golem, 1d6, see what happens. Two, um, uh, one to three, threaten and yell, final notice. <laughs> um, okay, he just stands and yells, final notice. Interesting. Uh, each round there is a two and six chance the golem deactivating again due to the its rusted condition. <laughs> That's interesting. We're here to collect debt as well. So we were sent by the same by the owners of this thing. Um, this is the debt collector golem. That's hilarious. That thing is tough. So um, we don't want to mess with it. Uh, since it's not attacking, we will back off. Okay, and leave uh, each turn. Two and six chance that it will shut off. No, it's just standing there yelling, uh, threatening, yelling final notice. I will go. We'll go up the stairs, and we'll see what it does. Uh, yeah, it continues to yell at us, threaten, threatening uh, final notice. Whew, okay, the stats on that thing is brutal. It's got um, thirty points and an AC of 15 um, it's, it does a fist damage Ugh. it's got two fist attacks 1d8 1d8 that thing is tough okay yeah we just leave him uh, and <laughs> go up the stairs to the second floor Whew. okay yeah we were not we're not gonna try and collect any of those rare herbs plants or anything like that either want to mess with that guy Okay, up to the second floor. Now we come into uh, another square room, which is a bit crumbled on the one side there. Wizard's study. This once beautiful study has been demolished during a past battle. Oversized fist-shaped indentations have cracked the expansive floor mosaic. Cool. Um, spoilt rations remain, uh, remains and empty wineskins lie in a messy pile behind an ornate chair. Oh, interesting. Um, uh oh, this is this is the final showdown. All right, I'll just set this uh, battle map out of the mosaic. We'll come in again um, from the stairs off the corner, and uh, yeah, a chair, fancy chair. We'll just have it sitting here. Um, oh wait, that's the desk. We'll say, was there a desk? A messy pile behind an ornate chair. Yeah, so here's the here's the chair. Um, once the characters enter, the, disem uh, uh, the disembodied voice of Magnolius echoes through the room. He pleads for help as he explains his current predicament. Interesting. When the Wizard's Guild finally sent a golem to impound his possessions and collect the outstanding payment on his debt, Magnolius hid in a magical portable spot Spider hole in his study. <laughs> a magical portable spider hole in his study. Since then, he has been using his wand to create an invisible force in order to search for food without alarming the golem. 
Since the, <laughs> since the party and goblins moved in, he has been growing increasingly hungry. Magnolius has no fight left in him, or gold to offer for that matter. The disheveled wizard offers a trinket from his stash in exchange for safe passage past the golem. Very good, cool. Um, and for ignoring his outstanding debt with the wizard's guild. Um, so we're the debt collectors here, I guess. Um, trinket from his magical stash, eh? He will offer us 1d6. Four, that is ring of plant control. Yep. <laughs> yep, we'll take it. I'll give that to the wizard. Ring, plant control. Uh, now isn't that interesting? The golem is down. Okay, so we're gonna try and help him. The ring maybe can control. Let's see what that ring can do. The golem is in a terrarium full of plants. Can we put that ring to good use? Let us find out here in the rules. It says here, uh, the wearer of this ring may create an effective equivalent to a potion of plant control at will, affecting plants or plant creatures within 60 feet that he or she can see. The effect lasts as long as the wearer remains within 60 feet of the plants or plant creatures. Um, a saving throw is allowed, just as for the potion. So I can control the plants. <laughs> Do I listen to plant creature? Um, okay. Okay. That, um, that might not be so, so useful unless there's a thorn bush in there. Um, is there a, let's go to Mr. Emulator. Is there a plant that can cause damage in there? No, but, um, let's roll on the face of problem or difficulty. Yeah. No, but, I don't know, there's another difficulty. Um, let's go with the um, filling in the blank descriptors. One, inform. Four, release. Um, yeah, the plants might be able to inform. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing out of that. I don't know. Okay, so we go back. Keep this moving on here. We go back down. We go back down to the golem and we wow what are we gonna do with this thing he's standing there uh, well I'm gonna try and sneak up 75 not a chance okay um, he notices us and five uh -oh. Uh -oh. attacks and collects debt Oh no, the thing starts moving towards us. Got to move a 30, 5, 10, 15, 12. <laughs> okay. Okay. What am I going to do? All right, for starters, when this thing comes at us, whichever way it comes around, probably this way, around the post pillar, we step up for the challenge and the Thief will break off the opposite way. This thing, being a golem, it's not overly aware. I'm going to allow a backstab first shot. Sneak attack, so five and fifteen. So he can get in place the first round uh, for a sneak attack. We'll see who goes first. Us? Oof, golem. <laughs> he goes first. Okay, so he stamps up to us and just goes right at the fighter who steps up for the challenge oh man okay um, this is where I wish I was using combat boy combat options I'd go defensive there but oh maybe not we do have to deal some damage so here comes the attack four oh nice this thing has an attack hit dice of six you got a plus six to hit okay so that's a ten that's a miss all right we're up next um, Fighter tries to open up the, the damage here. Open up the first strike. So that's a uh, thing's got an AC of 15. Like, good golly. I've got a 14 there to hit. Not good enough. Any other bonuses? No. Is that a sling? I wish we could gauge this thing from a distance. We can outrun it? No, not really. 
30 movement. Um. <laughs> okay, here comes the sneak attack. It's got a plus 4 to that. 18 will hit. Double damage. 3. So that'll do 6 damage to him. That's good. Okay, that's a good start. 6 out of 30 down. <laughs> now, Charm Person won't work. It's the only spell I've got. I have Cure Light Wounds. Cleric. Cleric will step up and try and bash him. He's got a decent plus 4 to hit. 9. Misses. Um, magic User. Does he have anything? Stop Magic Potion. Ring of Plant Control. Oh, man. Okay. He is going to... Um, okay. Let's try something. Oh, yeah. This was the magic. One, 5, 10, 15, 20. Twenty-five, thirty. He's going to put on his plant control ring and try and just knock all these plants over um, if they're on tables or whatever. And he's going to try to make them into uh, like a rough terrain just to slow this thing down. That's what he's going to do this turn. And then we're going to try and lure this guy back into it so we can hit him with some range. Do we have any other range? I've got a bow. Yes. Thief has a bow. Um, and I've got a sling on my fighter. Okay, uh, so it attacked. Okay, it's a new initiative. Us, four, golem, one. We go first. Um, so, oh, what are we going to do though here? How do we do this? Ah, right, I just remembered also there is a. Um, he had two attacks. We'll say he just ran up and swung with one fist. Now he's going to start doing two attacks. And each round, there is a 2 and 6 chance that he'll deactivate again. Okay. Um, so it's our go. We will back up. 1, 5, 10. 5, 10. That's as far as we can get the heavy loaded guys. Their armor because we have to move at half our encounter movement, backing up, fighting withdrawal, and the thing will um, step up. And so we had the initiative, so we will attack, I guess, first and then back away. So here goes the fighter attacks with a gosh dang it 14 again. It needs to hit a 15. Am I missing any attack bonus? Strength of 12, that's no bonus there, is it? Um, so unfortunate. Okay. Cleric. He's got that. Oof, he hits again with a mace. 1d8 plus 2. The cleric's the best. Oh, 10 damage. Yes, the cleric is the man. 10 damage. That rattled the metal frame of the golem hard. Okay. Now, um, the wizard... He's going to throw a dagger. <laughs> no, he misses. Uh, and he's... Okay, so he's got a controlled patch of plants pushed over here. If we can just get around that. And then I'll control it in between us. Um, the thief. He'll get a stab in. 18. Thank heavens, everybody's doing something. Except for that darn fighter. Six damage. Amazing. Okay, okay, okay. we got a chance here. Okay, this thing's down to eight hit points, and now it attacks. This thing is going to bring the pain. <sighs> okay, so he's got a plus six to hit, two attacks, 1d8 each. Okay, there's a hit on one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, on the cleric, there's a hit for a d8. Um, just a straight d8. Pounds him for four damage, and he... He drops. He drops. Um, now, I'm going to make a death save. See if he can um, stay up one round. See if he can last this round. What is the death save? Death rate? Ten? Oh, that's not bad. He's got a chance of that. <laughs> six. Darn. There goes my... Is that a six? Yeah, it's six. 
There goes my healer. He just gets punched in the face and dies. Second attack. That's a four plus six is ten. That won't hit anybody. Okay, he just bashes this pillar or something. Ooh, okay. <laughs> One shot kill. Punches the cleric to death. <laughs> Dang, I needed him. Because he's going to be the one probably to deal the death blow because my fighter uh, is useless. Okay. Um, now, what do we want? Oh, we got initiative. Us. Three. Golem. Two. Oh, thank goodness. Backing away. Five. Ten. Uh, and the thief can get back here. A little farther. Okay, so this is now controlled. Tough terrain. So we'll say... The golem can now only move half his speed. Um, gee, eh? um, and I can get the thief around. No, he's just gonna stand in there and swing. Uh, oh, he does have a plus one to hit with dexterity. With his bow, he's gonna step back and pull out his bow. Step up here, too. Uh, 5, 10, 15. He's got a 30 movement. Yep, so that's... Yep, okay. Moved half. Okay, so we wait. He steps up. I get the first strike. No, oh, are you kidding me? Another 14. 15 needed. Here goes a bow. 14. Uh, that's plus one. Oh, plus two. Attack bonus plus one and dexterity. That is a hit. 1d6 from the dwarven thief. Three damage. Okay, 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 okay. This thing's down to five hit points. Surely we can finish it without losing everybody. <sighs> Sing attacks. Say it's in. It's into like some foliage. It's tying it up. So that's uh, that's a six plus six. Twelve. That will not hit the fighter. Um, so he's tied up, so he's kind of got one arm. He'll have a minus three, we'll say, on his second strike. Nice, that's a nine plus three now, so that's a 12. So now he's just a little tangled up is all. Thanks to those plants. Um, so yeah, my magic user's busy doing that. He can't throw a dagger. Um, okay, so he's kind of tied up. Um, and I have an idea. One for us initiative and six for the goal. So he attacks one normal shot with a 20. Pounds him for, uh, so I, I did it. So I have to double damage, six damage. Uh, that kills the fighter. Save against death ray, fails. Fighter drops like a sack of potatoes. Um, and a thing, second attack, whirls and steps, yeah, he, he'll step up towards the mage, fight, uh, magic user, he's got plus three only on this instead of plus six, that's a 17, that's enough to hit my magic user, AC of 13, here comes a D8, right to his face, pounce, <laughs> bam, he's got two hit points, he drops, fist through the face, crushes his skull. <laughs> The thief tries to hide and move up, but does not. So he can't. Yeah, he's drawn things' attention. I wanted him to move around behind him and try and backstab. So he'll just back away. One, two, three, fifteen, and take the shot. That's not going to do it. Six plus two. Okay, this thing moves forward at half speed. Five, ten, fifteen. Uh, oh, well, it's initial. Let's see who goes first. Four for me, and four for it, so I go first. One, two. Okay, this thing uh, is can now move full speed. 5, 10, 15, 20. 
17. That's a hit. Pounds me for five damage. Down to one hit point. Um, oh, this thing has five hit points left. And he hits with the second punch. 16. That's a hit. And I am dead. Five damage. Bam. Punches a hole in my face. Ooh, dum 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 So once again, the pamphlet adventure, um, <laughs> it finishes me off. So close to getting that too. My four uh, characters at level two could not handle that. They died at the at the front door to the dire wolves. Um, I couldn't control. Uh, it would have been nice if I could have uh, charm person that. A big bad goblin. I guess I could have controlled one of the measly goblins, but I couldn't grab a dire wolf either to help with this fight. That might have been helpful. Mm. Oh well, them's the breaks. So that is uh, my attempt at playing through the Deadbeat Potion Shop by John Dice over at the Basic Fantasy Forums. Thank you, John, for throwing that together. Always a pleasure to play through these. And uh, thanks everybody for watching. Roll on.